St. John's proclamation of the good news and his profession of faith in the Christmas mystery is both clear and bold, eloquent and ever enduring. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Our Lord Jesus was born in a humble stable into a poor family. Simple shepherds were the first to receive news of Christ's birth and to witness this event. And the angel of the Lord said unto the shepherds, Today, in David's city, a Savior has been born to you, the Messiah and Lord. And suddenly there was with the angel a great multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in high heaven, peace on earth to those on whom his favor rests. The proclamation in the depths of the night concerning the birth of the word of God made flesh in the midst of sin resonates unmistakably to this very day. The images employed by St. John point to and focus our attention on the mystery which we celebrate and through which we live and move and have our being. The Word of God, in whose image and likeness we are patterned, conceived, and so come to birth, the very light of the world, who shatters the darkness and the fright of night and sin, has become flesh, our flesh, and has made his dwelling among us, in our hearts, in one another, upon our altars, and in our tabernacles. The Word of God, who was God from the beginning, without beginning or end, that he might redeem us and save us from our sins, and from the clutches of darkness and the power of the evil one, has brought us into his own marvelous light, a light which pierces the darkness of the night, the world of our sins, and so enables us to dwell in him in perpetual light, that is, in the very heart of God himself. From the depths of his sacred and divine heart, God has visited us, his people, he has fulfilled his promise made to Abraham and his descendants. He has acted beyond our hopes, expectations, and dreams. Why did this happen? Why did the all-powerful, immortal Son and Word of God become flesh, taking on our nature? To save us from our sins to reconcile us with God, to be our model of holiness, to make us partakers of the divine nature. In his prologue to the Holy Gospel, St. John both alludes to and connects images and themes of the Exodus, of salvation and covenant, the tent of meeting, Moses, God's fidelity and love, and his abiding dwelling and presence among men. He accomplishes this in verse 14 of the Gospel's prologue, where he writes, The Word was made flesh 
and made his dwelling among us, echoing texts beginning in Exodus chapter 25. In the former dispensation, the meeting tent or tabernacle in the desert was built and crafted precisely according to God's specifications. It was the site or the locus of God's dwelling in the midst of his people. It was filled with his abiding glory and presence. The meeting tent or dwelling of God was the manifestation of his presence, his care for his people, as well as his abiding and steadfast love for us. Through the nativity of our Lord and Savior, the word made flesh is now the site or locus of God's dwelling and of his glory and abiding presence in our midst. The visible manifestation of God's majesty, which once filled the meeting tent and the, te and the temple, is now centered in the person of Jesus Christ. Let us approach this mystery of the word made flesh with a sense of awe and wonderment, of adoration and praise, thanksgiving and love. This unearned and unmerited gift of God's deep abiding love for us, this gift of his only begotten Son, born of the Virgin to save us, redeem us, reconcile us, and restore us to God's life, love, and his grace, is made manifest in the heavenly, the beauty, the simplicity, the mystery of a newborn babe in a manger, with his mother and foster father keeping watch over the father's most precious gift to us. Indeed, let us marvel at God's abiding presence in our midst as we gaze upon the author and the fruit of mercy, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world.